Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of As for the Best of Us. We are diving directly into our third quarter of songs, round two. Uh, we've got uh, this is round 29, and we are adding in, I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of our favorite songs that we've written ever. Uh, this is a song that um, we, ha- needs no introduction, but I will say uh, from the one note I wrote on this song, fuck yeah. <laughs> it is The Witch is Dead. Yeah. Which is dead is going up against seas. formerly known as Carpe Diem. Uh, we talked about that uh, before on episode three. You can go check that out if you'd like. If you are listening to these out of order, I don't recommend it. Yeah, um, you'll be real confused. You'll be a little, little confused there. Uh, but yeah, so we have The Witch is Dead, which is kind of southerny. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like this is up there. This is like a quintessential song as much as like As the World Burns is a quintessential mm-hmm. song. You know what I mean? Like it's, would, it's, it's of that caliber. I would agree with you. I would agree that this... This is a song that I could see making it all the way. Absolutely. And there's a potential that this could could go all the way. The number one seed, not in like Duke is almost every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our Duke. Everything, literally everything that you would want in a song. It's got a driving rock uh, beat that mm-hmm. has that, that kind of, like you said, a little bit more of a Southern tone. It talks about like witch trials. It uh-huh. talks about uh, you know burning and eating witches and not eating witches, eating children eating children yeah. um, which you don't get from any other song on the <laughs> slitting throats <laughs> yes uh, it is uh, it's as brutal as we want to be it's yeah it is um, there's there's always a worry to me about like song lyric content mm-hmm. and how things come across and you go. Um, you know, a, a metal song is going to be evil and you don't see a lot of like positive messages in metal. Um, but when you do, it's kind of refreshing. And then mm-hmm. in country, you get like sad songs and nowadays more like party songs. And when you get into pop, it's you're starting to see like a lot of genre twisting now. But um, what we liked to do mm-hmm. is bring evil, dark things into uh, upbeat folk kind of folk yeah. songs. <laughs> and I love like I love the lyrical content to it too because it's as dark as it is and stuff. It's really cool hearing like that side of things. Like there's the part that's the uh, 
the pre-chorus slash interlude part with the cleansing or cleansings are not killing sprees. The Lord is on our side or whatever, (laughs) just trying to like do the justification part of it and stuff, giving you even more like deep lore into basically like what is witch trials. If I remember right, this was in lyrical content alone. This was a dying in slow motion song. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that was there a witch's dead song that we were starting to write at any point in time, or was that an idea that we kicked around? Like, I think it was just an idea that we had talked about about at one point in time, because I think the closest that we came to that was, um, fucking what's the, we did werewolf of Bedberg, Uh which would have been, you know, about that German serial killer in like the 15, Mm -hmm. late 1500s. Fear the night was a vampire song. Fear the night was a vampire song. And then what Abby and Andrew was about Lizzie Borden and Mm -hmm. killing her parents. Uh, yeah, so The Witch is Dead was, I think, right along that. I believe that maybe the song title was uh, Bitch is a Witch. Uh-huh. Um, I remember this, yes. Uh, was the, and then we we swapped it around and made something a little bit The Witch bit is more. Dead. I remember at one point in time it had an exclamation at the end. It no longer does. <laughs> Doesn't need it. I like it's the an ex- it, The song itself is the exclamation I like point. the idea that it would have, though. I forgot about it. The Witch that. is Dead! <laughs> Ding dong. The Witch is <laughs> Yes. <dead. laughs> Um, this also has what I thought was one of the oddest kind of silly things we did, which was instead of singing a second chorus at the end, we just Brat. made mouth noises. I think that initially that was kind of almost influenced to me a little bit because that point in time, I don't know if I came up with that or if I that was you. If it was me, that might have been lightly influenced by the band Ludo from St. Louis because uh-huh. they have... Uh, a segment closer toward the end of one of their songs um, that is uh, called Love Me Dead. Mm-hmm. And that whole, they have a segment at the end where they're going, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I was just like, that kind of was like the flavor to me at this uh, point. So that might have been where that was partially inspired from. That makes sense. But it is also still different. Yeah, absolutely. Not a straight up riff off. And then we, we had the fast paced, uh, folky vibe of seas the yes. uh, the carpe diem rewrite uh that made it through the first round um and it has great parts to it i like the way it flows it makes me feel good inside um talk about a positive song yes going against a evil kind of song okay. um in that in that you know seas is, is definitely a uh help me find a way to seize the day. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to get out there and, and change my truly life. a light versus darkness. There's it is. no gray Jedi here. And, uh, and what prevails in light versus dark, dark, always darkness. Yes. Darkness. The will. witch is dead. Darkness drowns out light. <laughs> and then the next round, which is number 30, number 30, we have fast asleep. <laughs> Versus excuses.
Deuces. All the way? <laughs> I mean, that, uh, there's not a lot to say about these songs. Uh, we kind of, we are in a, I think, a little bit of a, not a dry spell or a lull, but they're not as exciting and flashy mm-hmm. as some of these other songs are. Um, fast Asleep. I'm always going to, I think, go towards the faster song. Yeah. Um, and so Fast Asleep, though Fast is in the title, is kind of slow. It's a, little it's bit, a sleepy yes. song. It's it's about... Sleepy slumber. It's about dying in your sleep. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's questioning what would really happen if I died in my sleep. And if I died in my sleep, would I be okay with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little, uh, a little bit hitting on some hard topic there a little bit. Uh, whereas Excuses is the other side of it. It's, it's constantly like... When am I going to finally... Wow, we pick like polar opposites for these end yeah. up being polar opposites as it goes along on this side. Excuses <laughs> kind of finally going, I'm the problem when I'm making excuses for yes. this person. And I need to kindly kind of deal with the fact that I'm I'm running up against that. Um, and I, uh, vocally or lyrically, I like both of the songs. I think they've got both, both got cool messages. Mm-hmm. Um, but song wise, I think excuses kind of rises above. Yeah, I know. For me, honestly, I really I, I do love both of these songs, and excuses does come out just a little step ahead than fast asleep for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, thirty one. Thirty one. Uh, we are gonna get diversional tactics, which we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. This is a, a newcomer. go against more like guidelines. New we old have diversional tactics, which was is oh. it always called diversional tactics. What was right? it before? Diversionary tactics. Um, I think right? no, it was always diversional when it was there, but it was a dying in slow motion song. Yes, it was a dying in slow motion song. Um, and it was originally this has roots to the wanting. Uh, yes, because the wanting became whatever it was whenever we moved it to mm-hmm. uh, burning August, and it had a the name the wanting for a little bit yeah and then it switched hands to something else it? in between diversional tactics it was on it was that. on that that little two songer we did with porcelain mm-hmm. um and it wasn't it was so far from safety was the name of the little ep mm-hmm. or or whatever you want to call it but i don't remember what the name of that song was uh 
I can't think of it either. But it turned into Diversional Tactics was its last kind of life. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't remember exactly how it all came to be, but it was the wanting that turned into whatever that song was mm-hmm. and then turned into Diversional Tactics. And I don't even know if it was only, it might have only been in song. It might not have been in lyric because I don't remember these lyrics being around all of it. Um, these lyrics are pretty, pretty hardcore. Definitely. Um, I mean, this is essentially, you know, and this was a metal song, metal, metal, metal song. So yeah. I mean, like I waited my whole life for a handgun to the head kind of a thing. Like yes. it's, it's all just about wanting to die. Oh, the lyrics like were yeah. part of that song. Yeah. That was, you went, I I my life. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yep. I'm glad I was trying to pull it up on YouTube because I, I was going to look for it because there is a, on my old YouTube account, uh, there is a version of that that's on there. Okay. So it is out there for people to listen to a, the, the dying in slow motion version of this song. Yeah. Um, what, how do you feel about this version of this song? I love this version of the song. This is actually, uh, whenever listening to songs as they would come out, my mom has told me this is her favorite song that mm. we, we do out of all of them. She really enjoys this one a lot. Um, very melodic, very, uh, again, you know, kind of a darker tone toward, uh, toward the songwriting aspect of it. Harmonies are probably the best part to it, to me mm-hmm. of it. Um, I really, really like that a lot. Um, you know, so- songwriting wise, lyrically it's, it's, uh, it, it, it is, very, it's the same thing to a T. Like I said, it's a very dark song just in general. It's relevant to today. I feel like quite a bit still. Yeah, definitely. As far as like, I think most the, of these are, like I said before, I mean, this is like a lot of these songs are very relevant in, yeah. in storytelling wise to what we're kind of experiencing and seeing and yeah. a lot of stuff that is happening today. The fight breaking out, the wagers, mm-hmm. the world, uh, all hope it's lost now. Um, essentially like, I think the, the fantastical part of this was that there were, the gods were fighting over the world. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was a, it was a fight in the sky uh, against the, the gods of all creation. Um, and they were, whoever won would get the world was kind of the general thought behind it. But also in the idea that we're in constant war, we're in constant struggle. Uh, that's it's, it's easy to give up hope on the world on, on everything uh, because of that. Yeah, uh, there's one of my favorite parts in any of our songs is also in this, which is um, the O's, uh, and mm-hmm. we and then we do that, that harmony right before yep. the that last chorus, and it's just kind of everything silences, and there's just the O's going on. They drop right before, mm-hmm. like right on that choke. Um, that's always uh, something I dig. I, yeah. I revisit that song just to hear that part. Um, More like guidelines. I mean, there's not too much more that can be said from it it is still one of my favorite one of the more fun songs that i really enjoy i always mm-hmm. love the piratey shanty to it like we described it before in, in yeah. episode three it's got that kind of steam engine kind of picking up right at the yeah. beginning that kind of bleeds into something that's just so simple but satisfying with that very picky kind of part that's kind of to it the lyrics are really awesome uh, I love the whole. Why know, did I always like you're full on telling a story to everybody? Yeah. Come on and gather around here. Yeah, kind of a you know telling like an old sea shanty yeah. type of a feel to it. And uh, the ringouts are my favorite. It. Like the 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 pre-chorus, if you will, mm-hmm. is always my favorite. Why do I always have a connection to System of a Down with this song? Is it is it the chorus that I that is kind of systemy? 
I think uh, it kind of has that build up to it because it's like maybe yeah. maybe that's kind of it. And the our our two voices together are a little bit like the Surge and Darren kind of uh, in that side of <gasps> Which it. Which one am I? You'd be the Darren side. Damn it! <laughs> I hate myself because I have like the higher kind of <laughs> in that. Um, yeah, there was something about that that always in my head was like systemy a little bit. I don't know why anytime I hear that comparison and I think of them and not really liking Darren's vocals, the first thing I think of is like almost kill rock and roll or whatever that song is. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Uh, yeah. I want to kill rock and roll. I'm not going to be at that all. Yeah. It's like such a big glaring difference of how good of a vocalist Serge actually is versus how eh, of a vocalist that Darren is. And I like, I mean, he's a good vocalist. Don't get me wrong. They I work mean, together I just, well. They work together well, but yeah. I don't want to hear them. I want to hear Serge separately. I don't want yeah. to hear him by himself. There's a reason why one's the never, never like Never like Scars on Broadway. I yeah. don't really care for them at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why why Serge is the lead vocalist and Darren should be the backup vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly, why they probably will never make uh, music again. Yeah. Uh, is there's There's too much ego in there. I'd heard recently in the in uh, the news. Not. Did you know that John is like a hardcore Republican? Like, oh, really? Yeah, hardcore Republican, like Bible thumping, like Trump wow. Trump follower type of guy. And I was just like, it's real weird to me that those dudes had such glaring opposites because he still wrote drums for Surge on solo project yeah. stuff too. That they still work together, and he had such a fascist type of lyrical, mm-hmm. you know, thing that he was pushing towards things. But then you have this guy that's just like. I don't agree with anything yeah. you say, but there's a paycheck and I'm going to play drums. It's part of like the you, art. So yeah, it is what it is. It's the art and less of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how they can draw those lines uh, fairly, I guess, easily, but maybe they, maybe they struggled with it. But what do you stand on this? Diversional tactics are much more like guidelines is actually kind of tough for me. This again, is a, it's very glaring. This is a different tough. tones for someone yeah. again. I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would like, I, I initially wanted to go with diversional tactics, mm-hmm. but I like the vibe of more like guidelines more. Like, I think that there's an importance to more like guidelines that if I'm picking the best written song, mm-hmm. diversional tactics, the best written song that fits as for the rest of us, mm-hmm. more like guidelines. Yeah. And I think that this is the, as for the best of us, this is about this band. This is about us. This is about us and the band as for the rest of us. And I think that more like guidelines is the better of those two for the band. Didn't even have to go with the argument. That's where I was leaning towards as well. I do love diversional tactics because not to be is a very well executed, very well written song, but more like guidelines to a T exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. It fits us a little bit more for where we were then, even to where we are now. I think it feel, I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Awesome. I honestly was curious if that was going to make it for. I didn't know if that was going to end up having to turn into a tiebreaker round for our residential uh, fan, super fan, or (laughs) we're not. Yeah, I didn't know where it was going to go either. This round could go fanless. Round 32. (laughs) We have World Gone Off Track.
versus the all night battle. Another newcomer that was a seated one. Uh, so mm-hmm. let's start with All Night Battle. Um, as I stated before, in like maybe the very first episode or the second episode, this mm-hmm. is, has one of the most uh, listens on our on our yeah. uh, on our uh, SoundCloud. So it was kind of really odd to me that this is such a big fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad song, but it's I just surprising. meant like there's others that we've always kind of pimped out a little bit more Absolutely. that kind of make sense to us, but this one doesn't make as much sense to me. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot to love in this song there for is. sure. I love the swelling of just going straight into basically like a chorus right at yep. the beginning of the song. Yeah, we didn't do that a lot. So not at all. Yeah. No. And then uh, you know, getting kind of deep into uh I guess lore or story kind of things. This mm-hmm. kind of plays into some of the story stuff too, does it it's not? It's uh this is it could be. Uh absolutely. It's a it's a it's the night after a drunken party is essentially like the setting you uh, what regrets do you have? What feelings do you have? What's left af- after everything? Kind of the chorus is kind of calling back to what had just happened. And uh, part so- of me thinks that in the influence, not in not that it was a direct influence, but whenever we play this song that I'm or listening back on the song, mm-hmm. even too, it just it makes me feel like this is kind of like our version of like a dropkick Murphy song. I, yeah. it, it sounds, it has almost like, especially when you get to those choruses and every chorus has different lyrics. Yeah. And with the exception of the tail end of them, mm-hmm. but like, uh, it, it almost has like, you want to sing to it, but you want to sing to it when you're drunk, you know, like it's a six p- feet high, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. And you're just kind of like pumping your fist, but yeah. you're drinking with your friends and yeah. it's got that kind of a feel to it. Like a, like a, like a classic Irish rock yeah. kind of thing. I was like, this is, um, I always call them pirate songs. Like they're, yeah. it's got the, uh, the vibe. Irish rock is pirate. And, and Irish, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's that, it's that drinking song, that swing of like, dun, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Um, maybe a three four timing, right? No, it's a, it's, it's just four, a straight four. up four four. Yeah. It's just got a swing. It's to got it that, that swing to it that makes uh, it feel like that. Which yeah. most of those three four songs are, you know, like a like a waltz has a very kind of steppy yeah. swing to it. Anyways, yeah. Uh, but this is one of these songs that I I knew I liked from the beginning. Uh, I feel like I wrote it a long time before the project, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it just had a lot of kind of incomplete ideas. I just thought about it. I lied. It's three four. I thought it was it's three, three four. four. Yep. Um, I was thinking about the choruses and stuff, and I was going one, two, three, <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, it is. Um, Actually, to be more accurate, it's probably more like three, six, or the six, way eight. that the pacing of like a measure yeah. would be. But yes, or like a six, eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I mean, three, four, basically, it's all it's all math. <laughs> it's safe. Three, four is six, eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I I remember once we got a hold of it and really put like percussion to it. It was like, oh, that's what this is. And What's interesting is what tends to come through and what I think we'll end up with. I, I was just thinking about it, too. and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to mention it. Go ahead and finish your thing. I was just thinking about something, and I just got excited about it. <laughs> we're going to, I think we're going to end up with 
a collection of swingy pirate drunk songs. Like they're gonna be on one side of the bracket. Like it's just gonna all kind of live in <laughs> this that. This half realm. didn't have swingy pirate drunk. This half had a lot of swingy pirate drunk over here. Like I, it, it really seems like a lot of what kind of shows through that defines this band is uh is has a a three four influence to mm-hmm. it it's i think that's what we got into more two things with this song i really love um that i was just thinking about that i got me excited to want to bring up and stuff that kind of is another argument point for it i guess mm-hmm. which it doesn't really need any more argument points we both love it a lot um the drop out to the interlude before the final choruses because mm-hmm. there's the two choruses at the yeah. end where it almost sounds like because you're muffled march to it yeah it's got the march but you, it sounds like you're muffling your, like this I yeah think i recorded it with yeah. my hands over mouth it's awesome because they almost see like somebody like with their hand over their mouth and like singing <laughs> that way and stuff and it's just really cool to me I'm thinking the over and over again, it drops yeah. out a little bit, and then you hear skunk, and it goes into the yeah. final two courses. But the last course before battle is the fucking fast punk pickup. That's true. Yeah. Fucking so rad. And then there's World Gone Off Track. Okay. You know, we like this song. This song is. It's true. It advanced in the first round. Yeah. It's got. It's really unfair. It has to go against all that. The the story (laughs) behind this song was the idea. I liked the idea of being able to kind of write a story about just sitting on the hood of your car in the middle of the night over an airport. I think there's a Wayne's World. I think it's yeah Wayne's World, but like it's coming. (laughs) It is Wayne's World, like that scene. But uh, lovelier, but lovelier, like with a, with with a loved one, with even a, like a significant other, or even yes. if you're by yourself and you're just being swallowed up by staring at the stars exactly. and the the imagination of like the planes taking off. We have things that are flying in the sky that's yep. made of fucking metal. This is crazy. This place is awesome. Yep, you know, kind of a thing. And that's the that's the the visual that we tried to achieve with that, and I think we did a really good job with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, like I said, it's a very dreamy, lovely, sweet song, and it has that kind of a, a very vibey flavor mm-hmm. to it. And out of all of the more like airy, spacey kind of songs we have, this is probably one of my favorites. Like I would kick, I would pick this over like Sleeping Giants, even. Or uh, or over diversional tactics in like yeah. kind of that vibe because and I think it has like the cling 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 like yeah. it has like our sound in it a little bit mm-hmm. more almost sounds like you played it like up top yeah on the, the little yeah. top of the fret or whatever that is yeah or you tighten the what is that part area the called nut the region. neck yeah is that the, the top of the neck the, the nuts. nuts yeah the nut is that you, top played, where the you played the nuts yeah it almost has that like I like you the, didn't. I like the vibe. No, I didn't. But I, you know, with everything else, it really just comes down to mm. all night battle. All night battle is I, it's it's hard to not pick that one. It is such a such an us song. It's just us, you know. It's just us. So we're gonna advance all night battle. All night battle. So then we got uh Witch is Dead against Excuses, and then more like guidelines against All Night Battle. Which is two pirate songs. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a sea shanty of a division. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Now that the witch is dead.
has the world burn. This has been IFNZ Production.